0: You have your Bibles. Let's go to um let's actually go to um First Corinthians uh twelve. I'm gonna pick up there this morning. And uh it is Vision Sunday, by the way. woohoo hoo And uh, I feel like we've been in Vision Sunday for about the last six weeks. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but uh, but I feel like we've uh we've uh, We've definitely been uh, preaching, teaching, and talking a lot about vision going into a new year. And um, today is the day that we kind of come into a place where we, where we begin to launch vision for 2022, you know. And uh, we celebrate. We've, we have celebrated early on in January with just wonderful testimonies in the house of God. And just, you know, testimonies are continual in this house, and that's one of the things I love. So if you would, go ahead and stand to your feet this morning for the reading of the word. I'm going to actually read this out of the NLT while I have it open here. 1 Corinthians. um, Let's pick up at verse 12. It says, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just as one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And then if an ear says, I am not part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? It's kind of funny, but it's very true. But our bodies having many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I do not need you. The head cannot say to the to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. <laughs> and the parts we regard are less uh, are less honorable are those we clothe with greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not acquire this special care. So God has put the body together, such the extra honor and care given to those parts that have less, uh, that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members. Everybody say harmony. Harmony so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts. And and it it goes on to talk about, yeah, it goes on. Here are some of the parts that God has appointed to the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, Uh, those who do miracles, those who do gifts of healings, those that can help each other, those who have the gifts of leadership, those who speak an unknown language. Verse 29 says, are we all apostles? Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak an unknown language? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown language? Of course not. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gift. But now let me let me show show you a, a way of life that is best of all father i pray lord even today let my let my words be clear lord even as as we cast vision into 2022 father let let this word let there be impartation in this word today in jesus mighty name amen amen you can be seated praise god praise god you know it's um it's a, it's a great time to rejoice. It's a great time to celebrate um, a, a, as we go into a, a new year. but I know one of the things that you've heard um, even mentioned from, uh, from this pulpit um, and uh, you guys got to share in the word from our senior pastor senior global pastor Dr. James Morocco. If you haven't seen the video please I, I, I encourage you uh, I, I really encourage you go you know, t- tune into that video. It's, it's very critical it, it's very critical to the very work that we do here. Uh, that people understand that th- this was a word given to KC, it's a word given to the churches. And that word was what? Press on. Press on. Amen. So uh, what an exciting word for the year. And uh, I realized uh, very, um, uh, very early when I, when, I, when I heard him begin to go into this scripture, I was like, man. And, and, and you know, of course, the, the word being press on, I realized that, man, this is a, this is a bit of a challenge this is a bit of a challenging word, but a very... but but, uh, but I'm going to tell you a very exciting word. Now, for those that have been here, uh, I, I want to share it with you guys because last year in January, one of the things that we did was we cast vision in the house, and the vision was the one four five vision. And uh, to date, just to update everybody, where we're at. You know, we were believing for a hundred strong, uh, that that you know that we would see in 2021 a hundred strong would uh, would come about out of our uh, out of our services, whether it be life groups, whether it be ministries, whether it be uh, our service times. Uh, to date, right now, we're we're right around 80 people weekly in attendance in in those meetings. We've not quite got there, but we've we've exceeded 100 people coming through the doors. But we're believing that we'll we'll complete this and finish this very quickly. That has a lot to do with um, with uh, with. Where we're actually headed this year, Amen. Isn't God good? He, I, I, I'm excited. So, but and and one of the other parts that you know, I, it's probably one of the most exciting things to me because Pastor Brad talks a lot about prayer. He he's always saying, you know, get get involved in a in a prayer group. You know, we have revival prayer on Sunday mornings at at 9 a.m. You know, we're 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 pulling things down, and um, you know, and you know, Monday through Friday we have early morning prayer at 6 a.m., 8 a.m. And uh, you know, what we've seen actually transpire this year has been, you know, I. I I will say it's been very supernatural because I know when we were in January last year, we started with around probably three or four people, five people that were in prayer weekly. And from from that three to four people, we now average over 20, 20 plus people in prayer weekly right now that that are plugged into prayer. And I want to I want to encourage you in this because as I'm casting vision, you know, prayer is how we break things open. You know you, you you know you know e- even today I I'll, I'll take Ron as an example I'm I'm getting ready upstairs and you know Melissa calls and says hey you know uh, we're on our way to church but we've had a little bit of an accident we're stuck on ice and I'm like I'm looking at my clock and I'm looking out I looked outside and I' was like nobody's here you know like there's there's not even a truck in the parking lot you know I'm like who could we get to, you know, and, and I, you know, and it was just like, you know, Ron, I, you know, let me uh, let me see what I can do. I'll try to get back with you. I had an idea. We, we talked on the phone, but I said, you know what, Ron, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's put faith around this. Amen. Lord, right now, I pray that somebody stops stops by and and helps get Ron out of that ditch because I can't get there right now. We'll get there. Amen. And this really goes along with the sermon because, see, this is the one thing that we have to do as the body. If there's a need, we've got to figure out how we fulfill that need. But I want you to understand something. There's so many things that can happen in prayer. There's so many things that can be released through prayer. And so you know, it's it's connecting yourself to an area of faith that you know we believe. It's why we pray for healing. You know, Pastor Brad, we, you, you always pray, no. We we believe, amen. We contend for for the things of God. We contend for the miracles of God. And I sent Ray a message. that was on my mind. I'm I'm trying to get water lines. You know, there's it's all kind. Sundays are great. Yeah, Praise God! I I'm so excited for Sundays. But you, you know. I got water lines frozen, I'm I'm trying, I don't want the pipes to bust, I got Ron over here, and I'm like, "Ah, you know, I gotta preach here in just a few minutes, you know, pull, pull myself together, you know, iron my shirt, pull myself together, and within, you know, I'm thinking about Ron, and then, and then I said, "Ray, Ray, what's what's going on?" Ray said, "Hey, they've gotten they've gotten pulled out. Somebody come along and pulled them out. Praise God, Amen." And because exactly what we prayed for was exactly what happened, Amen. So prayer is important. We we never back down from putting our our, our faith. Together with one another in prayer. Amen. So we're going to continue to see prayer grow. There will be other prayer times added. I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful right now because, you know, I I know that in a church plant, the things that we're doing, the things that we're birthing, things that we haven't even seen yet are, are being laid out in prayer. You got. You guys understand that the it, the very things that we're believing the Lord to do and move in is being laid out in prayer. Amen. And evangelism. You know, we celebrate. You know, this year, um, you know, was was the greatest year that we've seen. You know, more people added to the kingdom of God. We were believing this year that we would see a thousand people. You know, come to the Lord. You know, through ministries and through people that have been engaged and involved with this church, we seen 981 salvations this past year. Praise God. God is good. So, so you know, the church, the church, you know, understand something. about, about vision because you know I, I remember when we joined KC in 2015 one of the things that we were a part of we were a part of a vision uh, of the 120 that KC would be in 120 locations and um, they succeeded that vision but you know what one of the things with vision you don't quit you don't quit you don't come to a place and be like well I've arrived I've arrived, and you know we can now coast. We've now hit the we've now hit the hundred mark. We've now you know in 2015 we now hit the 120 mark. No, you know what happened? Our senior pastor began to cast vision again. Amen. That that you know that we that we begin to to see it. We begin to to you know to see that it's possible. But understand that's where faith. Because, you know, faith, faith that, that's how you have to work faith. Once you arrive at something, guess what? You now begin to believe for something even greater. Amen? Amen. So, I will say this, that as I begin to prepare my heart for, for 2022, I'm going to tell you, the, the Lord was releasing. I, I believe in this house with people. I believe around the world. And I believe, as Dr. Morocco shared the word, the, the word of press on, you could begin to feel the shifting and, you know, the, the Lord spoke something to me in 2020, 2021 in December, and that word was greater that word was greater that in that we would see in 2022 greater we we, we would see a, a greater harvest amen people that were believing for jobs there would be a greater there would be a greater impact in the job even testimonies flow in this house quite often even around jobs people believing for jobs people believing for promotions they would receive greater in Jesus mighty name and uh, you know that's where we begin to walk as a church we begin to walk greater I, you know, greater in 2022 than we did in 2021. Amen, amen. I'm going to preach to you a little bit out of this text because this text is um, is is probably is probably one of the one of the things that I, that 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 I I can't express enough because you know it, it, through the course of even a pandemic. In the things that people have been thrown, things that, that, that have been placed on families, and you know, and everybody here knows somebody that's been impacted by COVID or they've been impacted by by whatever. And, and but, but you're here. You're here. And I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you that as as, as the church, I, I I'm following, I, I'm falling deeper and deeper in love with the very thing God loves, and that's the church. Because this is the hour, and I truly believe this, that the church has to rise. If you guys look around, you know people are, are, are looking for answers. You know by the phone calls you take, by the friends you minister to, by, by, by the shape of the world and how things are in the world, you know that people are looking for answers. Anybody with me? You know, why is this happening? What, you know. You know, you know, Russia's talking about war, and, and you know, it, it's, it's because it's the very nature of what the Word of God says that in the last days, you know, these things, you, you, the, the rumblings, rumors of wars, amen. Uh, uh, people getting offended, you know, these things would begin to happen. The, these things, the, the signs, the signs are very much there. But what Paul does in this text is he he begins to signify something that, that is that is very precious. And that's the body of Christ. For us, it seemed like, you know, as Miranda and I spent these last two, two days just hammering out, you know, the, the role or the responsibility that, that, you know, that as we go into a new year, what, what, what is the direction? And, uh, you know, we just kept going back to, you know, the church, the church, the, that, we, that we would have to begin to, to really have an emphasis and focus on the body of Christ that we as the body of Christ, that we would become stronger. Because listen, if you become stronger as a child of God, the people around you will become stronger. You, 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 the, the, you know, it, it, it's not it, it, it's, it's contagious. Can I tell you that, that that's the Holy Spirit? When the Holy Spirit stirred up inside of you, man, people's lives get changed. And, you know, and this is what Paul's doing in this text. He's, he's breaking this text down. He's like, we need each other. If you're taking notes today, if there's one thing you could pull out of this, understand, we need each other. The body of Christ, we, we need each other. The enemy, lo- you know, you, guys, look, what did they want to do at the beginning of all this pandemic? And then three months into this pandemic, what did they want to do? They wanted to shut down everything, including the church. And unfortunately, some people did shut their churches down. And unfortunately, some of those churches aren't opening, o- opening back up. They're actually saying now that a third of people that, that were in church are now unchurched. That's, a, that's, that's an alarming fact. That is, that is a, a true, a, a, an alarming fact that, you know, man, the, the, the church is, the churches, you know, I, you know we've, we've talked about it this week. I, I couldn't imagine that if I didn't have a place to fellowship, I couldn't imagine that if I didn't have a friend to call, I couldn't imagine that if you know, I had something going on that I, that I couldn't find my, myself in, in a place where I was connecting with someone say, hey, I need you to pray for me. I, I need this to shake loose in my life. Because see, the enemy, he does this. He wants to isolate the church. He wants everybody to think that you're all by yourself. You're all alone. You can do this on your own. But understand something. God's not called us to do it by ourselves. He's called us to be a body. As we go into 2022, it, it, it's it's I, I you know I feel I feel such a deep, I, I, a conviction, and I feel such a deep move that we we corporately we become stronger. Because I'm looking at a community that needs us, you know not not just this church but globally needs the church. We don't stop pressing, amen. We don't stop believing. We don't stop. We don't stop at the hundred. We don't stop at the forty in prayer. We don't stop at evangelism. We just build. We build. We build. But understand this, you know Paul's talking about this. You know in 1 Corinthians 12:7 he says this. He said and God turned he turned my attention to this and he said a spiritual gift is given to each so we can help each other. So wh- why does is, why is, why is God want the body to be instrumentally working together? It's to encourage. It's to, in- build. It, it, it's to, build, to build up one another. You know, we, services are great. We, we come together in services. We should be here to build one another up, to encourage one another. But I'm going to tell you that for many, that's not enough. One service a week isn't enough. <laughs> I was one of those Christians. One service a week wasn't enough for me. You know, I needed the two, three days. And if there was an extra day somewhere, I, I, I needed to get there. I needed to get there. See, Paul's, he, he's breaking this down. And he's like, you know, you're called to serve. You're called to serve one another. It's the greatest, ch- I, 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 you know, I, I think that's why this can be such a challenging word. press on because I I knew what it meant when I heard it and it's like man I got to go I got to go deeper I got to keep digging I got to keep digging I got to begin to pull people along with me you know not to believe not to believe in me but to believe in him I got to I got to keep I got to keep dragging and you know it's like when pastor Brad calls it's it's because he cares right but it's the God in me I'd rather be in bed too in my flesh I would rather be in bed I I'd re- I just no I honestly I would rather be in bed. But you know it's, it's 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 you know I'm dealing with flesh so I you know I I make my flesh move. I, I I you know I do this. Because that because it's the God in me. Amen. God wants to work through you. He wants to work through every believer. You know the enemy would love to come in and tell people, you know you're not good enough. You're not holy enough. You got this going on in your life. How do you think you could Anybody know what I'm talking about? See, that's what the enemy does. He wants to come in and deceive the church. But listen, you know, it's like what I said Wednesday night. We're stronger together. Amen. The church is stronger together. When the church begins to be fragmented and pulled apart, and you see, that's what the enemy's plan was. Over the, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna take a few weeks off just to to, to slow the curve down. What are we in? Six hundred and eighty-five days. Who knows? And we're still talking about it. What curve are we trying to see? No, it's the it's the devil. Guys, understand there's an Antichrist spirit that roams this earth. The Antichrist isn't here because the church has not been removed. But that spirit roams the earth. It roams the earth waiting for opportunity. And the one thing he wants to do in the body of Christ is incite fear. He, he, he wants to, he, you know, that's what the enemy's trying to impart. He's trying to impart fear. We've seen it. But, but everybody say, but God. God's big in me. Everybody say that. God's big in me. See, he's called the body of Christ to be united. To be together. You know, Casey's a unique church. You know, many people have come to me and said, you know, you know, you guys, you guys do life together. That's different. That's different. You know, Casey is, is, is a family. It's very much an atmosphere that when you come in, you know you're experiencing life with people, power and purpose. We are what we say we are. We're, we're, you know, and some people like, you know, you just guys, you just seem too personal. You, you you seem like you, you, you." it's because we care. You know, it's the one thing that I would say that you know when people come come to our church, and and I and I and I and I and I love it. Because I'm a West Virginian, and so West Virginians, you know, when I went to Hawaii, I didn't hug. I didn't know how to hug people, to be honest with you. It was a side hug, you know. You know, it was like that. You know, it was like because because you. Know, I, but everybody's just got a hold of you, kissing you. You know, all the aunties kiss you there. I mean, you know, they just slop one on you. You know, and it's great. You know, but I but I had to I had to learn how to do that. But you know, now in West Virginia, one of the things that we've done is we've created a culture of love that when you come into this house, you feel like you that like. You matter to people. Isn't that awesome? I've had people say, Pastor, you know, I just, I don't know that I can come to your church. You're too lovey. <laughs> what? God is love. God is love. <laughs> we need each other. In, ver- in verse 14, it says, For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. The body of Christ is many the body of christ is many i'm thankful that we're not carbon copies aren't you i'm thankful that we all don't dance to the same tune that we all don't we don't we don't that that god's made us uniquely different the bible says that you're fearfully wonderfully made by god that god knows the number of hairs on your head he's created you for a purpose you know, I've I, I realized some 12 years later in ministry, God's called me to stay in a lane. i got to stay in that lane. And see, that's the responsibility we have as pastors, is to help people stay in their lane. How do you stay in your lane? Well, we're, and we're going to talk about this over the next few weeks. How do you begin to learn how to stay in a lane? You serve. You get to a place where, you, where, where, where you're serving. Where, you know, because you know, when you serve, you know what you do? You honor God. You know, if you're greeting somebody at a door, it, it, it's, you're, 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 yeah, it's a help to the body of Christ. It's the body made up of many parts, working, knitted together, making things happen. You know, it's like when Mara finds a greeter. You know, guess what Mara does after she finds two greeters? She goes and does something else now because Pastor Brad and Pastor Miranda have something else for her. And it's like that's how the body of Christ knitted together. Man, it, it, isn't it exciting to think that we can come into the, to the, to the, to the church and be like, I want to be used. I, I, I want to help. You know, I'll say this. When I got involved with church, I, I knew that I had to get involved. I knew that I, my life had to, I, I, you know, I couldn't just sit. Because, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had a pastor, you know, and I, I remember, and it was the fire of God. I couldn't just be in a place where I'm just going to come in and hear. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You need to hear the word of God. But now now you need to take what you hear and now you need to begin to learn how to apply it. Well, you know, I'm just hearing from the Lord. You can hear from God and still be moving forward. And how you do that is through serving. You know, my wife and I served at so many different levels in church. You know, when you have kids, you you do that. You know, it's, you know, you got nursery age. We, you you know, we need somebody in nursery. We was in a nursery. I, I was, too. You know, it wasn't just like, you know, my wife, going to make her do all this, right? You know, when our kids got older and into other age group, we, we served in that age group. And, you know, it was like, well, we need a missionettes leader. Well, we did that. Well, we need a rural rangers leader. We did that. Well, you know, Shirley stepped out. You know, she got sick. We need a young adults leader. We did that. You know, it, we were looking for a place to be to serve. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't understand it then, now, as as much as I do now. Because, see, you're serving. See, it's the body of Christ. It's it's coming together to to serve, to to, to serve one another. I'm going to tell you that everybody in here has a gift. They have something that they can give to God. You with me? Because, see, this is where we... This is where we go to a whole nother level. You know what, what I love about life groups? It's like that when you get connected with a life group. I got, we got people that don't, don't attend on a Sunday morning here. But you know, when they need prayer, who do they call? They call their life group people. Hey man, I, I need prayer. You know why? It's because they've seen God move, they've seen God do miracles in our life groups, they've seen people get healed in our life groups. You hear what I'm saying? They don't even go to church, but they're connected. They're connected to the body. They're connected to the body. Amen. So God's called us. Listen, guys, it's, it, it's exciting. I, 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 to be honest with you, I'm probably more excited about this than I have. As I go into year three, it's like I, I can see it. I, I can begin to see it. I, I can begin to taste the very place we're at right now. It's like we've been pressing. But you know what? Now we continue to press even more. <laughs> Isn't that good? you're like, oh, you can't we just chill? Can't we go bowling? Yeah, we can go bowling. Can't we can't we just take no, we, we gotta keep pressing. You know, listen, if we're praying for the harvest, if we're believing the Lord for the harvest, right? Are we praying for somebody else to go out and get the harvest or for us to go out and get the harvest? We're praying for us to go out and get it, amen. Amen. You know, I, I thought about the other day. We're praying for a harvest on Sunday. We're not seeing souls one. Okay, then what do, you see, that's how we have to evaluate. It's not it's not like a, a, a strike on the cheek, but it's like, what do we not? What What do we need to do to, to reach the harvest? If we're praying for it, God will certainly give us the idea. He'll certainly give us the strategy. Amen. He'll certainly place something in our spirit. He'll certainly show us somebody that we can go pray for. Isn't God good like that? He is. In verse 22, it says, In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. You know, people that think, you know, they, they come in and, I can't do anything. No, 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 you've got to understand. You may feel like you're the weakest. You may feel like, you know, my li- I, the, the, you don't understand what's happened to me. I've had this happen. I've, I've you know, I'm hurt. I'm broken. God can use you in your hurt and brokenness. Time and time again, He's used me. I, 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 I'm thankful. But when I've been hurt and when I've been broke, I've, I've reached out and known that I've needed Him more then than I ever did when I thought I, I, I had the confidence. Even in your hurt, hurt hurt hurtness, it's a word somewhere, I'm sure, or your brokenness. See, God, what God can do is use you. Because, see, you know, this is it. Get, get this into your sp- He needs you. God needs you. He, need, he, he, he just needs you to say, yeah. He needs you to say, you know, I, I'll run the camera today. I'll, I'll do it once a month, Pastor Brad. Because then, you know, but because you know what happens? Is that once we find one person for the camera, then, then, we, then we put somebody in the parking lot. And then we put someone over here. Then we put someone over there. That's just service. You know, you think about it. What, how do we want people to feel when they come into a service at KC? We want, it to, we want them to know that they experience life with people, power, and purpose. You know, you can't do it if three people are doing everything. And that's not the case here. There are people serving. But, you know, I, I thought about this vision. I thought about the 12-120, the global vision. The responsibility that we have as, as a church is great. How do we raise up? How do we raise up other churches? How do we raise up other leaders? It starts with learning how to serve here. It starts with learning how to, how to, how to come in and tap into to the very things that we're, we're doing here. Because I, I promise you, this is what we want to do. We want to multiply. You know, we, we are a part of a. a, a you, you know, Pastor Josh puts it this way. We're, we're, we're a small, big church. And he's right. We're small because we want to keep, the, we want to keep the, the, the environment to where it's very personal. Amen? But you know, guys, think about it. What, what would happen in West Virginia if there were congregations of 100 in all of our counties, KC congregations? We were winning souls. Think about it. We were winning souls. Every church was winning 1,000, 2,000 people a year to Christ. We're raising up leaders, we're making disciples. Man, doesn't that sound fun? Is it a lifelong work? Absolutely. But we do, have a, we do have a promise from God. It's an eternity that we have with Him. You know, Pastor, I, I work. Guys, listen, I worked <laughs> I've worked 50 and 60 hours and still volunteered three different places in church. Y- y- you know, you do it because you love Him. Oh, Pastor, I you know you you do it because you love him. And I and I promise you, we have we have volunteers in this house, and it's great. It's great, you know. I mean, I'm I'm excited. We've we've prayed for a certain amount of volunteers. We've hit that, but as we go into 2022, guess what? We're going to We're going to multiply our volunteers. We're going to double our volunteers this year, because the more people that serve, the more people that that you know. We're we're getting behind a vision. You know, I, you know, when someone asks you, you know, I go to Kings, what's it, what's it about? Well, we experience life with people, power, and purpose. If you're in this church, you should know that because it, it, it bleeds out of us. What is KC? KC is a church where you experience life with people, power, and purpose. And then we're going to get into the core values, what, what, what we believe. We're a worshiping church. We're a praying church. So you guys know this because, see, this is DNA that's been, been, been put in you over a period of a couple years. But now we make the vision plain. As we go into year three, that's what we're going to begin to do. We make the vision plain. So those that carry the vision can run with it. I'm looking at a bunch of runners in here. I'm looking at people that are going to say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I got this. Man, it's, uh, this is, I absolutely believe, and I shared with our lead team last night, you know, this is, this is what we've been pressing for. This is what we've been believing for. This is this is the very place that we've gotten we've gotten to this place now. You know, we uh, have, you know, yeah, we've ministered to well over hundred people, but you know, now we've got to close the back door. We close the back door. What do you, what do you mean, Pastor Brad? You know, we, we got you know when people come in, we got to figure out a way to keep them from going back. You know, going back out. How do we do that? We do it with the body. You guys understand. Most people, if they see my number, they won't pick up, especially if they're running from me. You gu- you guys understand that they, you know, I, I mean, those that are, that are in here that ran from me early on, you know, Jesse, I mean, you know, you know, uh, you know, it was like, you know, I, I can be kind of relentless, right? You know, but it's like, Ron, you know, it, yeah, I'm not to name names or anything, you know, you, you know. I can be kind of relentless. Oh, I'm not going to answer. It's Pastor Brad. I know. I haven't been in church for a couple weeks. Man, I PJ. I care. You know. It's like I, because because see, I want I want you guys to. I, I want you to have a zeal, a passion, and a fire that says, you know what? We we can do this together. We can do this together. We 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 we, we you know we're gonna we're gonna to win together. I'm gonna to tell you, you're on the winning team. At KC, you're on the winning team. I'm I'm on the winning team. We're we're going after people greater in 2022. I'm on a winning team. We're going to add life groups this year. I'm on the winning team. I'm on the winning team. You know, and and, and I love love the meat of the scripture. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we close with greatest care. So we're careful. (laughs) Protect those parts. They, they, you know, protect those parts that should not be seen. While the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such the extra honor and care are given to those parts that are highly. uh, That that have less dignity. This makes for harmony, and I love that. I love that. I love that translation. It makes for harmony. You ever you ever listen to a uh, you ever listen to music and y- and you can just you begin to you hear the harmony. I, in any any class of music, rap music same thing. You can hear a harmony sometimes like, bro, that's the beat right there. That's that's mean. That's the beat. And you're like, bum, bum, bum. you know, you're, you you cuz you 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 hear the harmony, right? So, uh, you know, so it can be rap music, it can be classical music. I would I drive down the road sometimes. I'll flip on classical. Be like, bro, I'm in a trance. You know, it's like it's like I'm I'm not in a trance. But 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 it's like, you know, you catch the harmony. You 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 get it you get home oh man you know you drive four hours and yeah you put a classical you don't even realize how far you traveled sometimes you miss your exits the whole nine yards when you you guys are laughing some of you've done this before because I have so you miss the exits you're like where am I at you know you don't even realize it's classical music right and some of you guys are anyway you find the harmony you find the harmony right you 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 know it's it's the harmony of the church it's it's, it's it, we're beating to this drum we're beating to this drum and it's moving forward. Amen. We're winners. We're, we're, we're beaten we're to this drum because see, the body of Christ knitted together is very special. It's very special to God. But you know what I'm sick of, sick and tired of, is watching the devil take people out. I'm sick and tired of watching family members, you know, get sick. I'm sick and tired of what, you know, because I know, I know what the word says. I know that through God, through the church. This thing's going to happen. Amen. Take your Bibles. Let's look at one scripture, Acts 2. Because I want to close with this today. And and, and I want to share with you where, in closing, where we're headed. Because we will take time to preach on this. (laughs) Because I, I want you to look at Acts chapter 2 real quick. Drop down to verse, I think it's 40, 41, 42, 42. Because, see, we understand that we all have a part to play. But in Acts, something very special was happening. On the day of Pentecost, when, when Peter preached a sermon and the Holy Spirit had come upon, come upon him, Peter, you know, can I tell you, Peter preached differently when the Holy Spirit came upon him. We need the Holy Spirit. The church needs the Holy Spirit. You understand, Peter was, was kind of, he was running from a little girl. You know, he was was one of the disciples, too, and Peter ran because he was afraid. You know, and Peter was the guy cutting off ears. You know, so it's not, Peter had a, he was, there was a unique boldness that Peter, Peter had. But then he, then a little girl comes along and and, and squills him out, and Peter runs. But something happens in 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 Acts chapter 2 when Peter gets filled with the Holy Ghost. It's it's the very thing that Jesus Christ promised. He said in Acts 1.8, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And the Holy Spirit come into that room and filled them. And filled them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And you know what? What happened with Peter? His life life was transformed at that point because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. But I I, I want to focus just my attention on, on, on what was happening with the church. Because, see, the Bible says that, what was it, three or 5,000? 5, 5,000 were added to the kingdom that day. Is that what it says in Acts 2? 3,000. It's another, yeah. 3,000 were added to the kingdom that day. But, but, but watch this, because this is important. In Acts 2.42, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers, then fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done throughout the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common. The church. The birth of the church. They had all things in common. What do we have in common with each other at KC? Man, we, we love each other. It, 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 shows through, it shows through people as you walk through the door. How many people in here felt loved the first time you come through these doors? How many people didn't feel loved? You know, I love it. My new guests, they raised their hands. It, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you, you felt loved. You, you, you feel encouraged. But I'm going to tell you that, you know, man, that's that's just the beginning. Because, see, as as you're feeling loved by people that have God, you take that love and you go out and share that very same thing that you feel. See, you know, the Bible says love co- covers a multitude of sin. Love, love covers a multitude of sin. We cover, another, we, we, we cover one another in love, amen? We build one another up. We strengthen one another. This year, this year, greater. I, you know, as I thought about this word greater, you know, currently right now we have about 20, 23 people that are committed that, that say, I want to volunteer in this area. We have about 23 people. I mean, that, that, you know, that, that, that are committed. As a part of the vision in 2022, we're believing to, to, to go half of that. We're believing that we can be a, a church of around 40 people that are committed to serving. Yes, pastor, I'll do that. That's a part of the vision. I don't know if you want to go ahead and pull that up there. So, the vision for 2022 as we get into this is, uh, you know, currently right now, I think, what is it, 20, we have around 20, 22, 23 people that are involved with LEAD. Committed. Committed to serving in an area. In 2022, we want to double that. We want to double that. We'd like to go to, not go to, we will go to 40. We'll have 40 leaders. 40 leaders, 40 leaders in the house, 40 leaders in the house. You know, you know, wh- what I love about what I love about that is, is that. It begins to position people. You know, I believe there are people in this house that have a call of God on their life. And, you know, and that that will become great leaders. That will be that that will do great exploits for God. Amen. I believe some of you that I just said that about are people that are still going to carry 40 hour, uh, work week, week job. You know, you're, you're still going to work 40 hours. Because people are going to begin to understand their, their role in their assignment. Some of you will be called into full-time ministry. I believe that too. But understand something. We have a responsibility. You have a responsibility not only to, to care, but to help develop relationships with people. I realized something very quickly. When I stepped over onto this side of, 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 of when I was on the congregation side, I understood that God wanted me to reach out to people. But now I realized on the other side, as I'm, I'm standing on the other side now, that hasn't changed. It's only greater. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we have to care f- for one another. Amen. A second part of the vision this year, one of the things we want to do, and we're going to talk about this. We're going we're to get into it. And we're going to explain this. Even out of the Word of God, why these things are important? You know, we want to current. We we currently have probably five life groups that are active in our church. We would like to this year by twenty by the end of twenty twenty two be uh, t- to have fifteen life groups. Can I tell you? Can I tell you the importance of life groups? The importance I- I- is to have people connected to one another. To have to have people. You know, you know. Doctor Morocco shares this story. He's like. You know, they have so many life groups in Maui. He said, people don't call me if they have something going on. They call their life group leader. They, they don't call the pastor. They call, hey, you know, I got so-and-so going on. Can, can you help me? And see, understand something. You know, that, that's how we're going to connect people. We're going to connect people by doing life together. Transformation ministry will grow this year. Because we know, I'll be honest, we know a lot of people that need transformed. Amen. You know, I could go sit in transformation because God transformed me. I mean, he, he, he delivered me of alcohol. Thankful for that. Amen? Thankful for that. But God's going to transform people this year. Amen? And we're going to do that. The other way we're going to do that is through life groups. We're going to do that through life groups. Guys, we can't assume j- people just want to come to church. <laughs> just because we look good, we dress good, we smell good. We look churchy, you know, you got all the, the right lights, you got the right music, you got, we want to put people in relationship with Christ. I don't have anything against lights, I don't, I don't have anything against any of that, but we want to pe- put people in relationship with Christ, with Christ. With Christ. to be excited. Amen. You're the body. and we're going to be the body greater in 2022. That's our vision for 2022. <laughs> and we will, over the next month, three weeks, we'll break this down. We're going to actually do a life group training in February. Anybody that's interested in doing a life group, being in an assistant life group, learning about what a life group is, we're going to train people. You're going to th- hear a lot of opportunities for training over, these next, uh, over this next quarter. And, um, you, know, I, you know, I love it because I'm looking at people that want to be used by God. We're, we're, we are that kind of church. You know where where I, I, I can serve, I can get involved. Because you know once you get involved and start serving, and you're, you're going to start going after people. And you know what we do with them when they come in. Hey, you can serve. You can you can help. I mean we we don't we'll give you a month. You know anyway I'm joking. So <laughs> you know we'll, we'll give you some time to come. You know because people have questions. You know we we don't. You know, it's like in prayer. You know, I, you, you, know, it, you know, some people are getting ready in the morning for prayer. And they're like, they're dressing, they're getting, but they're in prayer. They're on the prayer call. And it, it, all you gotta say is, Pastor Brent, I, you know, I'm with you in prayer. I'm praying, but I can't pray right now because I'm driving. Or Jesse sometimes, it'll be snowing. Jesse's like, I can't pray. Can someone take the prayer call? But it's like, I'm there. I, I'm there. I'm supporting and listen, what happens when the body of Christ begins to support, begins to be there for one another? I believe things explode. I think Acts is the greatest example that we have. You know, this may seem simple. And it is simple to, to a point. Because what happens is that it, 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 we're, we're taking our eyes off of ourselves, my ministry, my this, I that, my, I, my, I, and we're putting, we're putting the vision out to We. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do this together. The church is strong together.